And my name is Steve. And thank you for joining us on the 937 Podcast. This is our first episode. Our inaugural episode. Absolutely. The first of what we hope will be many. Before we launch into what's going on this week, because that's the goal of our show. Do you think we should tell what our purpose is? I think that's a great idea. All right. So our goal is to just kind of let you know what's going on in the Miami Valley over a week's time. Uh, We hope to put episodes out every Wednesday so that you have a couple of days before the weekend comes to see what's going on, to kind of plan your weekend out a little bit. And we wanted to offer an opportunity for if you're out driving around, you're downtown, or you're just kind of out looking for something to do, you can flip on the podcast while you're in your car, listen to it as you're driving and say, ah, that sounds like a good idea. Because that has never happened to us. Never. (laughs) And so... Uh, and that was also, the inspiration for this podcast. It was indeed. We also have a website, the 937podcast.com, where you can go and find more information and links to any of the organizations and events that we talk about on the podcast. We have some other stuff kind of in the works down the road um, that we are looking forward to bringing to you, partnerships that are kind of looming on the horizon. We are going to be a little bit short this week. Because I there's don't there's not a lot happening right now because there's the a health pandemic. restrictions. I don't know on. if you guys have noticed, but there's this virus that's out there that's kind of causing problems for everybody. But in mere days, the mask order is getting lifted, all the health orders are getting lifted, and more and more venues are starting to open up, like the Dayton Dragons will go to full capacity. Yeah. And just a lot more things will be happening. So when we say it's short this week, it's because we're, we're still feeling the impact of the virus. And we think that we're going to be starting this podcast at just the right time because people are, have been cooped up and they're going to want to start going out. And so you can listen to this podcast and know what to do. Yes. And coming very soon, Terry Martin will be covering the local bands in town where they're playing, who's playing where and all of that. But like we said, That's not really going on too much right now, but stay tuned. Also, with Memorial Day coming up, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff on next week's show. You know, I guess I I guess with all the the sudden lifting of the health orders, a lot of venues are having to like, oh, we we need to start booking people. We need to start doing this. We need to start doing that. It's kind of sudden, but that's good. We're ready. We're ready. Are you ready to get into what we're going to, what's going on this week? Let's get into the meat of the show. All right. So first of all, we're going to talk about the Dayton Art Institute. Um, there's a an exhibition called Looking at the Family, Photographs from Home. That sounds like something that I really would like to check out. Basically, the Art Institute kind of dug into their own archives to find photographs and art 
of what is it to be a family. So a lot of the inspiration from these photographs and art pieces come from the artist's own immediate family, extended family, or people who are close to them. And I think this is a really timely thing coming out of a pandemic when a lot of the time we either haven't been able to see family that have been, you know, our elderly relatives or people that are in other cities, other states we've been kind of isolated with, but conversely, people that we have been stuck with inside for the last year. Oh, <laughs> so oh, <whoa. laughs> I think that look, it's called looking at family photographs from home. It's on exhibit through uh, July 21st, also at the Art Institute. And we'll cover some of these other exhibitions um, as we go on in the coming weeks. We'll kind of spotlight them. The Roaring and Quiet Twenties, Bukong Wai Kim, Journey to the East, All By Myself, Japanese Creative Prints, and Changing Times, Art of the 60s. So coming up at the Schuster Center on June 5th and 6th at 830 is going to be the music of Queen, and that will be performed by the Dayton Philharmonic Orchestra. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. If you haven't seen the Philharmonic, I can't recommend them enough. Coming up with the Neon, uh, they're switching out their movies this weekend. Starting tomorrow on May 20th, Dream Horse is showing. It's rated PG, and I believe that it is based on a true story. It's the story of Dream Alliance, who was a racehorse that was bred by a small-town bartender who had very little money and no experience. And so she convinced her neighbors to kind of chip in to help raise the horse named Dream so that Dream could compete with the, the top of the top in the r- horse racing world. And it's a very inspirational story. Again, it starts on May the 20th uh, and it runs through the 27th. Beginning on May the 21st, we have The Dry with Eric Bana. It's based on a global bestseller about a federal agent's homecoming and sort of the, the old wounds that get reopened and the events that kind of unravel this tight-knit small town that he's from that also runs through May the 27th. One of the favorite things to do at the Neon is Toxic Brew Company and Hole in the Wall's fifth cult movie night. This one is on June 6th at 8.30 in the evening. They've chosen Chopping Block for their movie, which is about a a group of corporate guys who are laid off. They decide to take their ex-boss's daughter hostage as a revenge tactic. And while I have not seen Chopping Block, that premise makes me think that of course it's going to end well. Why wouldn't it? It's hosted, like I said, by Toxic and Hole in the Wall. And bartender from Hole in the Wall, Haley Madison, is going to be tending bar at the movies. And you can also go to Hole in the Wall before the film and you'll have special drink prices and uh, so you can kind of... Do you think I can still get an orange cream soda? I'm sure you probably can. But you can get your drink on at Hole in the Wall and then head down to the Neon and your $20 ticket includes two beers from Toxic at the movie. Obviously, this event is limited to people who are 21 and up. I'm sure that you can still get an orange creamsicle because we advocate drinking responsibly. Kim, when was the last time you went to, or we've been to the drive-in movies? It's been a hot minute. Okay, so coming up at the Dixie Twin, the Melody 49, Sydney Auto View, and the Starlight on May 22nd is going to be Bon Jovi. It's going to be a Bon Jovi concert 
on the big screen. You can ride your steel horse. Also at the Dixie Twin on May 25th, Blade Runner Final Cut. And at the Dixie Twin on May 27th will be National Lampoon's Vacation. I love that movie. I love all the National Lampoon movies, even the ones with the different And you usually don't like kids. that kind of humor. I don't, but I, I do. I love me some Chevy Chase. All right. Coming up, there's a lot going on in the Metro Parks this weekend. So, Very kid-friendly. Yeah. So there might not be a ton everywhere else, but at the Metro Parks, they got stuff for you to do. On Thursday, there's a virtual biscuit-making class. Uh, and it's at the Carriage Hill Metro Park Visitor Center at 10 a.m., $15 all ages. Friday, it's super convenient. All of these things happen at Wagersen in the morning and Cox in the evening. So beginning in the morning with uh, with Wagersen, there's a magic mud pie kit. So it's it's all about the benefits of mud and how good it is to play with. So that's kind of a kid-oriented thing, but I'm sure that more than one parent will be digging in as well. Also, growing garden art. Uh, it's a really cool way to inspire creativity using plants. Fishing line recycling kits, survival bracelet kits, a mini weaving kit using local fibers and uh, a, like a mini loom that kids can learn how to do uh, a weaving activity. And then they're also doing a nine patch quilt block kit. So it's a sewing project for the 19th century child that you can do right here in 2021 at Wagers and Gardens and Cox Arboretum. Also coming up on Saturday at Second Street Market, which, you know, if you haven't been to Second Street Market, this is a great opportunity to go because the Bloodmobile is going to be there this this weekend on the 22nd on Saturday. They're donating or well, they're collecting for you to donate. Also, obviously, all of the other great things, all of the delicious food that we have been missing out on for the last year, all of the vendors, the artisans at Second Street Market are all there. On Saturday as well, you can go to Riverscape and do yoga in the park. It's free. And part of the Conservation Kids series, Nighttime Nature Exploration. It's online, but it kind of helps kids to learn all of the different unique and not scary things about being in the dark and all of the cool things that happen in nature once the sun goes down. On Monday, you can discover paddle sports. It's also online. You can go to Five Rivers Metro Parks to find out more about that. And then a week from tonight on May 26th, there's family fishing out at Possum Creek. Uh, it's designed for somebody who wants to fish but doesn't own equipment. And then also at Possum Creek, there is um, a flat water float with a kayak. So you can kind of learn how to do paddling on a lake. Yeah. And I do not believe you'll have to have a fishing license to do that. For the for the fishing thing? Right. I don't think so. Okay. At the United States Air Force Museum, running through September 6th is Space, A Journey to Our Future. And there is an art exhibit at the Air Force Museum called The Beauty of Space Art, and that we will be running through September 26th. On June 19th, from 11 to 3, the Air Force Museum is having open aircraft days, and this is where you'll be able to walk inside a C-7 aircraft and a C-123. 
Coming up at the Rose Music Center on July 30th is REO Speedwagon. We know that's a little far out, but right now is when you'll need to start buying your tickets to there to uh, go see REO Speedwagon. So go visit the Rose Music Center website to purchase your tickets. Dayton Dragons will not be in town this weekend. They'll be at South Bend, but starting uh, the 25th through the 30th, they will be playing Quad Cities at home. And the Dragons, I think, are what, 9-5 and five right now? 9-5. and five. I believe they're second in the league right now. Yep. So they're doing pretty well. And I cannot wait to get back to the old ball game uh, at Dayer Ballpark. I have missed them a lot. I love the food at that ballpark. I love everything yeah. about that ballpark. So all games will be at 7.05, and, except the Sunday game, which will start at 2.05. That's it. That's it. That's Things it are- for this week. But... You know what? It's like I said, there's a lot to do outside. Uh, Go hit up some of the metro parks because looking at our forecast this weekend, also you might want to grab some sunscreen and wear your tank tops and shorts because it's going to be a hot one this weekend. It's on Friday. It's supposed to get up to 87. Saturday, 87. Sunday, 89. We went from like winter to summer. What are we doing Saturday? What are we doing Saturday the 22nd? Saturday, the 22nd, we are participating in the Dayton Ripper competition. That's not, it's kind of a competition. Dayton Ripper is sold out, unfortunately. But if you know anybody that doesn't have tickets uh, or that has extra tickets, it's a really cool interactive citywide event. Uh, Basically, it's from this company called Clued Up Games. And you have teams of six and you are sent, think of like an escape room, but over the entire city. You find clues and you have to track the Ripper and figure out a murder. Um, if you are doing it, or if you know somebody that has extra tickets, you just have to start anytime between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. and be done by 5 p.m. You can, there's prizes for your best dress team. There's prizes for the youngest sleuth, best team name, best pet. And you are welcome to take breaks anytime during so hopefully we'll see you out there. I know that uh, Steve and I are taking part in the Dayton Ripper. And also, if you see people that are dressed in weird period costume, that's what it is, most likely. Right. <laughs> that's why I wanted to bring it up, because there's going to be people dressed up walking through Dayton this weekend. Yeah, so if you see people dressed from like the early 1900s, that just it's fine. All right. So I think that is enough to wrap up this show this week. Absolutely. We'll have a little bit more for you next week, including an interview with Tanya Brock, who is the manager of Fifth Street Brew Pub, which will be our first interview to cover one of our local Dayton restaurants. If you are the owner or manager of a local restaurant or a local business, please get in touch with us via the 937podcast.com. We would love to have you come on the show, promote your business, and tell us a little bit about what, what makes Dayton special to you. Yep. And if you would like to send us an email, you can contact us at the 937podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. All right. So until next week. Thanks.